This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. It's the Luke and Pete Show. I'm Pete Donaldson. I'm joined by Luke Moore. You all right, mate? We're out here. Yeah, I'm all right. How are you? I'm all right. I'm good. Uh, I had a slightly stressful time getting in today. Uh, two things happened. Uh, I was almost run over <laughs> because I stepped in front of a lorry and didn't really... St- I was looking at my phone. and the lo- Idiot. I, didn't look, I know. Just, yeah, was that well, on that main road outside the station? No, it was literally... No, I wouldn't do that. It was just outside my house in Soho. You shouldn't be doing that much of a lick in Soho, though, how, to be How's fair. a lorry getting down that street? It was anyway? absolutely peeling it uh, around the corner, and so, I, fair play, had my phone out and wasn't really paying attention. That's silly stuff from him, so, like that. Silly stuff from him, but also silly stuff from me. Yeah, well. okay. So okay, I, I right. think it was a 50-50 challenge, I think, and he would definitely have won. He, he was definitely angry. So he was definitely angrier than me, so so I won, really. <laughs> I had someone... Um, and, then, and then I saw... Um, sorry, go on. No, go on. No, carry on. Carry on. Uh, and pretty, as I walked, it's going to be a pretty boring interjection, so don't worry about it. Well, I walked towards uh, my train station and I saw a gigantic human poo. <laughs> what? In an alleyway. <laughs> Come on now. Really? And thanks to the Tories' austerity cuts, uh, the level of uh, People homelessness, are more? homelessness in Soho uh, has increased because it just does. If you go out in the streets of London and you look around, you can usually tell who's in power because there's more homeless people around. Uh, and obviously there are just no facilities for people to... Um, to do you literally go to the toilet, especially through through the hours of darkness, mother. Um, yeah. And it's a horrible situation. Uh, San Francisco had a problem. Obviously, they've got um, all of the homeless people get corralled in San Francisco. Uh, and there was actually a map where you could kind of report poops, like an app sort of thing, right. where you could report poops where, where you saw some human poo. And I don't think they got cleaned up. It was just like a map of sort of saying, it's not it's just Ridiculous. full of shit, really. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but I was just impressed by the girth and the length uh, of the poopy. I don't know if we want to go back to those dark old days of talking about poo on this show for half you an hour. You started it, mate. You love it. You love chatting about my bum bum. And, and to a man who uh, on occasion has uh, found himself sans poo. Yeah, I like talking the about chamber. the fact that you can't go for a poo. Yeah, well, exactly. Well, so imagine me. I'm, imagine me walking past it. It's just people giving it out for free. I'm like, wow. You know, I said that the, was girthy. You know, I said the other week, well, giving it away for free. I said the other week that um, I got stopped short on a run and had to nip into a pub. Mm. Actually happened again last weekend. I had to run into Brockwell Park Lido, leap over the barrier, 
and use the toilet <laughs> doing, there. Doing the ladder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do it in the water. No, in the, in the changing room <laughs> toilet, Peter, of course. All I'm saying is I haven't been anywhere near Soho, so anyone who says I have is a liar. Um, it, was a, it was a work of beauty. It's episode 154, and it's Thursday the 28th of March. Mm. It's my mother's birthday tomorrow, uh, and that's... it's Mother's Day on Sunday. It's my friend Mary. Uh, it was my friend Anthony Windrum's mother's birthday. Mary Windrum's birthday. Mary Windrum. Mary Windrum. Lives in the Orville in Hartlepool, a lovely part of uh, Hartlepool. What have you got planned for uh, Christine for Mother's Day? Christine, I actually ordered her flowers three weeks ago because I thought it was uh, I thought it was um, uh, Mother's Day a few weeks ago. So when when Mother's Day actually comes around, they're going to be dead. No, uh, I ordered. The, I, I realised at the last minute that I'd uh, erroneously, for some reason, put Mother's Day on a Monday. Uh, during, I think, I'd, I think maybe, maybe Taiwan has a different Mother's Day. Possibly that's yeah, what I'm so trying to. I think in, in the Far East they have, in, they have Women's Day where they 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 celebrate oh, they all, all women. They have all kinds of day, yeah. days in Japan. Uh, Valentine's Day um, follows White uh, is followed by White Day. On Valentine's Day, the women give the men presents, and on White Day, the men give the women presents. And you even at work, if you're a if you're a boy, you get given presents by all of the girls. People are like, "What is that boy doing? What is that here? boy he doing? He should be here. in school. It's child labour. I won't be seeing my mother on Mothering Sunday because right. Portsmouth are in the Checker Trade Trophy final at Wembley. Right, so I'm lad- taking her for lunch on Saturday instead. There's a lad who works at work who just started, and he's also a Pompey fan, and he's uh, also had to have that discussion with uh, with his mum. Come on, it doesn't come around very often. And uh, for Portsmouth, Wembley is hallowed turf. It is absolutely. Um, I don't think I've told you this before, but it sort of it sort of struck me. Uh, one night this evening, mm-hmm. I was flicking through. Um, I think we were watching something on Netflix, and I flipped back onto the normal TV, mm-hmm. the council telly, and um, it was on the Sci Fi Channel. Right. And what they were showing on the Sci Fi Channel was the Arnold Schwarzenegger vehicle, The Running Man. Right. Remember it? Classic. It's yeah. about 87. I don't think I've ever seen it in, it's in brilliant. Full, but I, I kind of know the references. It's, it's, it's so funny. So, though, for those who haven't seen it, um, it is um, Arnold Schwarzenegger's character gets. Um, accused and convicted of a crime he didn't commit, namely mm. opening fire on a bunch of uh, protesters or revelers or something. And because this is dystopian future, by the way, it's made in the, in the mid-80s, mm. but it's set in 2019, Pete. Ah, I lovely. love that. I love that. Why have we not had loads of uh, tweets about that like we do every time yeah. they say, this is the time that Martin McFly went forward to. Anyway, um, <clears throat> the, I don't know about you, but a quick di- digression. The 80s imagining mm. of what 2019 or 2020 would be like is amazing. Well, I mean, we're, we're all wearing um, multicoloured lycra and we've got explosive um, necklaces, haven't we? Exactly. So anyway, so this film, so those of you who haven't seen it, I'll very, very quickly praise it. Yeah, he's in prison. Arnold Schwarzenegger's character's in prison for this crime he didn't commit. But there's this game show where they get to essentially play the game show for their freedom or for a pardon or mm. something like that. And... Um, if obviously it's a it's a pretty treacherous game show to say the least, and mm. the chances are you're gonna die. I think only like they say only two people have ever done it, and Schwarzenegger obviously does it. And he what becomes the, the running man. What is the hunger for winning these games? You get your freedom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but anyway, the point is the actor who plays Damon Killian, who plays this sort of really slick American um game show host, mm. and in fact he's played by an actor called Richard Dawson, aka Dickie Dawson, who is married to Diana Dawes. Who um, who was indeed the presenter of Family Feud, which is the American mm. version of Family Fortunes. And he was mm. a presenter of that for years. He's de- he's dead now. He passed away. Anyway, I was what this reminded me that I was watching this film, uh, and it came on years ago. With my my granddad was there. Have I told you this story? No. And my granddad was there, and w- on one of the scenes where 
Richard Dawson, who plays the guy who is the tormentor, the bad guy of Arnold Schwarzenegger's character in The Running Man, mm. my granddad just turns around and goes, he used to work on my bus. <laughs> turns out, to cut a long story short, Richard Dawson was the conductor on the bus that my granddad used to drive in Gosport, where I grew up. What? He's from Gosport. Oh, my he, God. He was into theatre and stand-up comedy. Mm. He met Dana Dawes. He moved to Hollywood and start, started a career in Hollywood, became an actor and a presenter, and there he is. But he's from Gosport, and he used to work on the same bus as my granddad. I almost don't want to live in a world where a man who came from Portsmouth Gets with Diana Dawes. It's not even it Portsmouth, mate. It's Gosport. Unholy. It's, it's not even. It's not even good enough to be Gosport. It's like saying Hartlepool. It's like Hartlepool to Newcastle. Right. Yeah. Incredible. Or Seaham to Newcastle. Or whatever. That's yeah. incredible. Mad story, right? Yeah. Apologies and, and, if I've told that before, but it's no, been a long episode. I just like the idea that your, your granddad just really kind of like, you know, not even excited. Oh. Just went. He's the boss. He's the king of. Um, he's the king of like, understatement. Mm. Did, I, did I tell you about when I was watching Jurassic Park with him? No. We were watching Jurassic Park for the first time at Christmas a couple of years ago. Mm. It's obviously on at Christmas. That Velociraptor used to live on my street. And my granddad sat there and he's absolutely enraptured by, pun intended, by mm. this movie. Because like, mm. obviously it stands up so well now, the special effects are amazing. Oh, and the rest I think, of it. <laughs> I'll, I'll run past you again very quickly because it's a funny story. And we're sat there and my granddad's just there. I think he's eating like, I don't know, some sort of Christmas chocolate or something. Mm. He would have been about 85 at the time. Mm. He's looking at the TV, completely enraptured. And I, I'm sitting there, I've noticed how into it he is. So I'm sitting <laughs> looking at him, looking at my sister, and we're like laughing. <laughs> and I say to my grand, and, and the scene comes along where the the electric fences go down, yep. and you see the T-Rex's big claw mm. just sort of over the top of the fence, start to pull the fence down to walk through. And I looked at my granddad, and I just whispered to him, Granddad, the fences are down. And he just looked back at me, horror on his face, and just went... It's going to be a bloodbath. Blood <laughs> <laughs> that is adorable. It's brilliant. It's, it's brilliant. Yeah, anyway, right. so that's what's uh, been flying my boat this week. I also found out that... Um, uh, did you see this thing about speed limiting technology? Um, no. Isn't that just like... So you're not going to be able to take as much this, speed as you normally do? Is this going to be um, about um, sprained ankles? <laughs> no. I, I keep yeah, sending right. you stuff about the world's tallest ever man, don't I? Yeah, you sent me his shoe. That was a massive shoe, size 37. If you want to fuck the world's tallest man, fuck the world's tallest man. <laughs> just, just don't, don't send me stuff about it. He died him. in the 30s or something. Obsessed. Well, exhume his gigantic grave eight foot and 11. go to town. Eight foot 11. You could live inside his chest cavity. If he's still, if his ribs are still there, you could use it as like a tent. Where's he shopping for clothes? That's what I want to <laughs> Well, he's know. not. They're all bespoke. Back then, you used to get go to tailors all the time, didn't you? It's only now that we, even a poor family would have um, bespoke clothes, I reckon. What or recut clothes. Maybe some men's clothes and make them smaller, bigger, stuff like that. Maybe get his mum to make them. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, I, just, I, just, I was just going to say, I read that the, um, the, the EU have agreed that from 2022, vehicles are going to be limited in terms of the speed they can drive on and they're going to have black box recorders on them as well. Mm. So you can't be saying, I was doing about 20 mm. and I mowed down that massive bus stop of pedestrians, but I was only going 20 miles an hour. They yeah. can pull the black box recorder out and go, actually... You were going seven or whatever. As a non-motorist, um, yeah, I, I was interested that's... in that because you know you can't drive, so I wondered. I think that's fine. I don't think anyone, you know, when people start complaining that you know they get caught parking in somewhere they shouldn't parked. Hmm. Well, I mean, it says don't park there, so don't yeah, park there. Yeah, true. If you've got if you've got a uh, an argument, if the signs up saying don't park there and you park there, it's like oh, it was only five minutes. Well, it says don't park there. So. Yeah. You're, you're, you're lucky. Like you're fairly unsympathetic. I think according to these new rules that are going to be agreed, you can still override it. You can still, mm. like, if you need to get out of trouble, you can hit this accelerator. Boof. Slam your foot on the gas, Pete. Boof. Pedal to the metal and be away. As most of these um, 
systems. And and I, if I was uh, more business minded, the first thing I would do is set up a business hacking into these uh, cars and uh, fixing it so you can go as fast as you bloody want. Well, I imagine that'll be a, a, a cottage industry that will open up straight away. Massively. Whenever any, whenever, when everyone closes the door, someone else goes, I'll fix it for you. Do you put blue tack over your laptop's webcam? No. If someone want, really wants to watch me wanking, they can. <laughs> At petewanking.com. Is that I, right? I don't, really understand, I don't really understand this kind of fascination with... Uh, I'm fairly certain... The, I'm sure there's ways around it, but I'm fairly certain just a, a basic browser-based hack would... Uh, the, the Mac has a light on it every time the, on the every time the webcam comes on, isn't it? Yeah. And I'm fairly certain that is hard-coded into the actual camera's firmware, hardware side rather right. than software side. So I think most times if you turn it on, uh, the light will come on. Do you know why I do it? Why? Because I saw a video insert VT mm. in a news bulletin of Mark Zuckerberg mm. working. Even he's doing it, yeah. And he had it on the end. I thought, well, if he's doing it... Well, he's got, he's got you know, he's probably of more interest. He's got secrets, but he's also got means. <laughs> I think he'd have some sort of pretty good internet security. Yeah. I mean, you're Mark Zuckerberg, for fuck's sake. He's part internet. I mean, we joke about mm. you being part internet. Did you see him at that hearing? He is part internet. He looks like he, there's that beautiful shot where he's got quite red eyes and he's being... He's, he's, He's been hauled over the cause about something in, in some kind of court. I forget what it was. Um, it was I can't, it was it, it was something about the, um, the election. I think it was, the, it was election. the election. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, and he's got really red eyes, and there's the rest of his um, the rest of his skin is quite. Um, is it pallor or sallow? I always forget. Sallow, I think, I think yeah. both works. But pallid, pallid, pallid. Yeah, pallid, pallid works. A yeah. pallid complexion, uh, yeah. and he looks like he's um, he's been bitten by a zombie, but he doesn't want to tell anyone. He's yeah, no, like, yeah, 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 um, yeah. Speaking of Irish Schwarzenegger, have you, have you checked out his TikTok? Can I just say before you do that, he also looks. He always reminds me of someone who looks like he's playing the lead in a ultra futuristic remake of Pinocchio. I love that, yeah. Where it's not a puppet; it's actually it's like a an human. Android. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That'll Carry be on. next after Dumbo. Yeah. Have you seen uh, Arsenal? Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger's uh, TikTok is wonderful. It's like videos of him chasing after a tiny horse on a BMX. <laughs> And he's wearing a leather jacket and a cowboy hat. This is hat. what the founding fathers of the internet imagined. This is what TikTok's all about. And, then he, and then he feeds the tiny donkey a, um, a carrot. If someone said to me, the internet is going to wreak all this havoc upon the world mm. in a presentation, and I had the decision whether to turn it off or on or not, and they ended that? with that video, I'd say, <laughs> on the balance, to be honest, on the balance of, of all that, I'm actually going to say, we're going to stick with it. Leave it on. Yeah. Leave it on. What, what is TikTok again? <laughs> Um, Chinese TikTok's social media. A, it's a chi. Yeah, I think it's yeah, it's Chinese, and I think you can um, uh, do um, miming. So they've got like loads of audio clips. I think that, that, that they produce themselves of famous songs, famous um, licensed um, TV um, comedy clips and stuff. And you could basically mime to to them basically and do. And that's it. how it started. That people use them to upload any video now. Yeah, I think so. But I think it's it's like a, it's a it's a bit like Vine, I guess. You kind of um, yeah. there's very short clips where you're just dicking about, really. Right. But it's uh, become incredibly popular with the youth. The youth. The youth. The them. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, Peter, should we have a little break? Yes. And then after that, we're going to do some emails. Uh, it should be exciting. It should be. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. 
For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yeah. <laughs> the great Simon Le Bon. A little kiss is all we need. It's actually quite hard for people who can sing to sing out of tune. Do you ever notice that? Yeah. And then, oof. A little, uh, was that a burp? That was, a, that was a, one of those burps that you don't really sell. It's a no-sell burp. I find it very easy of, to burp of, out of tune. It sort of warbles out of your throat. Sometimes I, I do it on air, but luckily I've usually got a bit of music underneath me. Seriously, everyone listening, if you're at home and you're on your own and there's ah. no one going to judge you or whatever, mm. in fact, if there is, don't worry about it, mm. and you know for a fact that you can sing, challenge yourself to try and sing a song out of tune and it's very difficult. Um, okay. Not you. <laughs> You you can hold a tune. That's okay. I can hold a tune. Um, the emails. The email address is hello at lukeandpeteshow dot com. Hello. Um, we're, we're we're sort of not drowning under it. We're definitely drowning rather than waving mm. under the weight of all the emails, which is fantastic. Thank you very much. We're trying to work our way through them. As a result, we're normally a little bit behind. Um, Pete, have you got one to hand? I've got one from Sam Wingrove. Go on, mate. You, I think you Sam's an email before, hasn't he? You crack on uh, Oh, she could be a she. Hello, chaps. Uh, further to a couple of mentions of Little Ant and Deck feeling the wrath of uh, Bruce Willis. I'm hoping I can add to the archive of tales marked celebrities being utter shits to children. Oh, in, good. Two, in 2005, Zach Braff was the subject of Ashton Kutcher's prank show punked. Remember that? I do remember it. The basic premise being that after entering a liquor store with his Scrubs co-star and punked co-conspirator Donald Faison, um, a couple of kids would set uh, about Braff's brand new Porsche with spray paint. After seeing this, Braff would then presumably ruffle the young scallywags uh, and send them on his way or their way. Um, unfortunately for the child actor involved, Braff decided to take a different route. After a short chase, the whippersnapper is caught and Braff decides to hand out what is sometimes referred to as a fucking good hiding. Oh my God. Does, and at this point, does he not know? He doesn't know, no. Yeah, okay. After alternating between punches to the stomach and screaming obscenities at the child, the production team finally step in and alert Braff to what is happening. Suffice to say, the segment was heavily edited when aired, but still did enough to put a dent in Braff's squeaky clean image. That's funny, because you wouldn't expect it of him, because he's the sort of... Old... No, I would definitely... Ad- he's Really? Yeah, he's got some darkness in his soul. Isn't he that sort of Godfather of Mumblecore type indie movie, Garden yeah. State, I love the shins type kind of yeah. guy? 
yeah. uh, obviously, which which launched him. But I suppose if you're having a bad day and that happens, yeah, people can just flip their wig, can't they? Well, I, if you are that if you are that squeaky clean and you're you know supposedly a force for good and it's just uh, and somebody you know if somebody drew on my car, I'd be like, oh, I don't care, I don't have a car. That's yeah. not my car, dickhead. But so it's um, on you. you've punked yourself. But... <laughs> Congratulations, you just played yourself. Self punked, SP. Um, but yeah, it's um, yeah, I, I, I'm. He looks a bit like he's got a bit of darkness in his soul, doesn't he? Like Braff. you've got a bit of a temper on you. Yeah, it's not it's not physically dangerous, but it is quite. It can you've explode. Never me, you've never seen me go that hard. I've never seen you at full capacity. Mm. You know, what's the most I've seen you at? Out of one hundred percent, seventy. Seventy percent. Seventy percent. I could. I've got. I've got more in my tank. You're more baffling than intimidating. It's a kind right. of like, what's happening with this? Uh, it's um, like a labyrinth. I let you into a labyrinth. And <laughs> yeah, never it is out. a bit like that. You yeah. never find me or the mine at all. And if I'd gone that way, I'd have gone straight to the castle. Um, <laughs> what about this from Casey Cook? He says, I really enjoyed the discussion on Empire of the Summer Moon, which is a book I talked about a week or so ago mm. about the Comanche Indians. Casey uh, come, gets in touch with this bit of information, Pete. Nearly all of your road trip from Denver to Austin Ooh. was in Comanche territory. Is that right? So uh. you would travel through it. Um, it's, it's really hard to grasp the size and variety of territory they controlled until you see it close up. I'm, I'm just saying on, on the show, I think it's something like to the tune of 240,000 square miles, which is incredible, really. Um, the change in altitude from Austin to Amarillo, which is which are both in Texas, is 3,200 feet. So what is rain in Austin will be a hard-driving sleet or snow mixture in Amarillo, roughly 500 miles, equivalent of distance to London to Hanover in Germany, rolling plains, high arid desert, all the way up to the Rocky Mountains. As a Texan, it was amazing to read just how incredible these people were. It should be required reading for all students in the United States, and especially Colorado, New Mexico, Oklahoma, and Oklahoma and Texas. Love the show. Thanks, Casey. So uh, further context to... to who what were a really fascinating and impressive group of people who were mm. also horrendously violent and some of the stuff <laughs> in that book does not bear repeating on a family show but be warned if you do go and check it out hey you got to defend your your land empire of the summer moon that is by sc gwyn have you um, ever been to Amarillo? I have never been to Texas. There's a, there's a great... Oh, I love Texas. I, 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 this is one of those places I'd probably live. Um, there's a beautiful um, art installation where they've just jammed a lot of Cadillacs into uh, the ground. Oh, I can see that. That's uh, good. Sort of, um, and you can, you climb on there and spray paint them. And there's just, it's just littered with cans, <laughs> empty spray paint cans where people have spray painted them. Um, I think politically, the Ranch. politically, you would find it very difficult to live in Texas, Peter. Why? Well, because you're already complaining about the Tories here. I mean, Texas. I just live in Austin. Me. Yeah, well, that's okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah a little liberal enclave. A little enclave. Um, this is an email that when I first read it, I didn't know if it's real or not, and I do not want to be in any way disrespectful of Giles, who's got in touch about it. Um, so I'm going to take it on face value because I think that's probably the best way to approach it. Mm. A very interesting angle and a very something I've never encountered before. So do you remember when we started talking about phobias? Right, and you said I think it was all kicked off by the fact that you said you've got a phobia of seeing rolled ankles, mm. and then someone got in touch and said I've got a phobia of broken glasses, as in yes. spectacles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, this is another one on that vein, and it's from Giles, and he says, in the vein of making myself look strange to give you guys some show content, I'm going to tell you about my phobia of stickers, as in like like panini stickers. I can't explain why really, and I have no issues with stickers and albums and places that they belong. I was an avid Premier League sticker album collector in my youth. But essentially, the idea of having a sticker on my clothes makes me feel very irritated and bordering on ill. 
I think it started as a kid when friends would stick their swaps to bedposts and also the kids at school who would put their Granny Smith Apple stickers on their contact books, on their textbooks. Mm. Um, this wasn't even anything to do with me or my belongings. However, I still couldn't stop thinking about it. Two scenarios I've been in more than once that have made me really uncomfortable were donating money to the lifeboat charity and really offending the lady by refusing one of the little stickers as well as the terror of having to wear a name badge at group-based interviews and inevitably having to try and concentrate on being a professional uh, rather than the horrible sticky intruder on my shirt. I appreciate this is irrational, but I wondered if any of your listeners can relate. I have Googled this and couldn't find anything about this specific phobia. Keep up the good work, Giles. Um, well, it's kind of weird. It's like a... Uh, I think it's a situation where you have a... Um because the sticker doesn't really... If you put it on clothes, it kind of floats off the fibres, isn't it? So that's actually quite a bit eerie, I think. Um, there were a lot of people on the on the march. You see them all around uh, town now, all those little yellow... Um, we, we don't want a Brexit stickers all over the place. Um, we, and, don't and want a we don't want a Brexit or whatever. I don't saying. want a war like that. Uh, <laughs> speak the Hungarian rapper. <laughs> we don't want a war. <laughs> um, and uh, you see them quite a lot. Um, uh, all over the gaff, but I saw a lot, a lot of people putting them on, like suede and stuff. I was like, oh, you're just going to get the fibres all sticky. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't have a fibre. I, I don't really have a phobia of the fibres, but um, clearly this man doesn't. How, do, to that. how do you get on with wearing football shirts in this really hot studio, by the way? I'd say you have a real... I think you have a phobia of wearing football shirts, like, because you think yeah. if you sweat... It, it makes would... me feel very clammy. Clammy. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Charlie, who works here, he wears football shirts all the time in mm. the office. How do you get away wearing that? Doesn't it make you feel well, clammy? Well, it's a lighter shirt than you would usually wear. Yeah, he it? says it's, it's much it... more cool. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, that, that's what they're designed for. I, I, I don't really understand. Yeah, anyway. What the problem is. Yeah, what have you got there, mate? Oh, what have I got there? Um, hello to Brad. Hi, Brad from Century. Which sounds like a lovely place to be. Century? Century. That's not the radio station, is it? Is that <laughs> Where, still going, Pete? Uh, I think it might have been absorbed by either the Bauer Corporation or the Global Corporation. I always forget. Right. Um, way back at episode 87, there was talk of a pharmacist having to look through pictures in order to select the proper medicine to prescribe for a rash, only to flip too far through the photo arm to see a toilet <laughs> slash poo pic. I love this. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. That's good. Um, this awakened a deep, dark memory from when me and my wife were still dating uh, back around 2011. She had a cousin, who I knew as well, who was having a big family dinner thrown for him upon his discharge from the military. We were sitting near him at the table among probably 50 or other uh, family members when he passed his phone over for us to see a few recent pictures of his daughter. I know where this is going. In a fatal error of ignorance, my wife and I swiped one picture too far uh, and what was there was still burned into my memory, nor my family pictures, but rather a picture of his wife going down on him. I'll spare you oh, any other details. Oh, for goodness sake. What an angle, or John Ford quality scene arrangement. <laughs> my wife quickly swiped back, said, wow, she's beautiful, and we never spoke of it again, not to this day. <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy. Check your album yeah. for a few good pr pictures uh, front and back before you hand the phone over uh, for viewing. I, mean, I mean, look, if you're in the Marines or you're in the military, that's, you know, you're away for a long time. Yeah. You need something. Yeah, but I mean, you've got to be, you've got to be self-censoring that kind of stuff. If Put it in a folder. And also, it's the expectation versus the reality. If you say to me, look at this picture of this mad, um, I don't know, like this mad stunt or this guy parachuting from whatever, mm. and then you flick too far and you see a, a sexy pic, mm. it's not as jarring. You don't want to see it. You're like, oh, that's a bit weird. Yeah. But if someone says to me, look at this picture of my beautiful four-year-old daughter or whatever And it then is, it goes yeah, right to that. It's the, it's, the, it's, the, it's the... I think even if you enjoy yeah. a picture of your of your beautiful daughter, and then you're knowing full well that the picture is next door, I don't think you can enjoy either picture. 
No. no. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It's tainted. Yeah. It's, it's like Ricky Gervais does a good bit at his most recent stand-up where he talks about looking at other people's kids. Mm. And he says you've got a sweet spot of how you can say they're beautiful. Because if you go really quickly, oh, yeah, they're beautiful. It looks mm. like you haven't taken the time. Mm. But if you go too slowly and go... Oh yeah, she's really beautiful. Like you've, got that, you've got to go in the middle. You've, you've got, got to go right in the middle. Careful, you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The um, uh, I, I, I may actually uh, looked at my camera roll um last week, and he sort of said like, I, most of my camera roll is just screenshots of other stuff. Yeah, like same. just screenshots of other stuff. Um, there's a lot of willies in there, but they're not mine. Um, they're just little kind of um, pictures that I've kind of photoshopped and stuff. I find willies endlessly hilarious. Yeah, I, so, I, I would agree with that. I, my, yeah. Mine, um, I've had two really bad stinkers over the last couple of weeks <laughs> so i i noticed that um there's a band i really like called secret machines mm. and um they put out a show so i i went to this i went to a gig by the secret machines about 15 years ago something like that and it was brilliant and it was one of the best kids i've ever seen mm. and i always talk about well i always talk about when it comes up people ask those kind of boring pub questions i'll always like list it as a brilliant show they were sponsored uh, sponsored they were supported by m83 or i also like mm. anyway it was just brilliant and it's off the back of one of my favorite albums their first album which is now now here is nowhere um anyway imagine my surprise when i saw on a recommended link on my facebook page about two weeks ago um oh we've um we've we've wrote, we've finished the poll and the vote has come in and the secret machines at the garage uh in 2004 or whatever has been voted as the one we're gonna gonna make and we're gonna press this into a vinyl and you can buy it and I was like fucking hell amazing right, right. so I was straight away obviously only available in the US yeah so I went they're from Texas yeah they're from Austin I think actually weirdly enough maybe someone mm-hmm. like that um Straight on there, 40 quid for the vinyl or whatever it is, 10 quid for delivery. Yeah. I was like, great, got it. It's a limited pressing of 500. Mm. Took a screenshot of the um, the prospective album cover, mm. sent it to my mates on the group chat, and got a load of laughing emojis back. Mm. And it's not the gig I actually went to. I, the one I went to was Electric Ballroom down the road. This is a completely different show. Aww. And then secondly, I bought a record the other day by a band called New Age, mm. Um because their 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 artwork looks amazing, and it's like it's like I was like fucking that looks brilliant. I'm gonna buy that. Uh, I love New Age. Um, bought that um, again. Mate got in touch. It's not New Age. You like it's No Age. Completely different band. New Age is some sort of medieval like oh. <laughs> like metal Luke, band. I've never heard them before. I, I've, can I introduce you to something I like to call streaming technology? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I should have done that. I think you're mugging yourself off. But every my, time my, a, a lot of my um, a lot of my photos are basically sending pictures of you to you. Like big this, shoes. this big walrus over the top of a submarine hatch. He looks heavy and sleepy, doesn't he? Tons of tons of blubber. <laughs> and um, yeah, sending pictures of my cats to you and sending pictures of Robert Wadlow, the tallest ever man's uh, poses, shoes, clothes, see things that? he got up you to. You see that animal? I had a picture on my camera roll of a um, little beaten Luke's camera roll um, of that animal. I can't remember. It's like, it looks like a bit like a warthoggy kind of character. Um, but it, he's basically the... Um, the horns, uh, what do you call them? The tusk, tusks. Tusks, yeah. Um, this animal, uh, the, the male tusks can uh, grow to such an extent it actually pierces their own brain yeah. and kills them. That's, that's that incredible. That is um, fairly, I'm led to believe that is fairly common in the rodent community. Right. That's what they have to sharpen their, so if you get a gerbil mm. or a hamster or whatever, Otherwise that's what they've got to sharpen their, their teeth because they just, just keep growing. What? 
And they and I think they pierced their own brains. Gross. That's what I've heard before. Anyway. Wow. Uh, Paul from Birmingham. Hello, Paul from Birmingham. Good evening, chaps. Came across an interesting and somewhat disturbing story that is almost uh, certain to result in a trademark. Goodness me, from Mr. Donaldson. Good. No, I, look I read to about that. how uh, in the 1970s a real corpse was used in a Californian fun park's fun house. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> to make things more interesting, the corpse wasn't just any old corpse. It was the corpse of a famous bank and railway robber, and was only discovered when a crew member for the film Six Million Dollar Man, who were filming parts of the film at the park, attempted to move the corpse, which he thought was a model, and uh, inadvertently pull its arm off. I know this is hard to believe, oh much like goodness. a small child munching on frozen sausages and living uh, to tell a tale, but just like Pete's frozen meat escapades, this is also 100% true. I've included a link to the article below, and I'll say short YouTube video as well. Um, real uh, bodies are used in films, or they certainly used to be used in films, a lot more often than you'd like to uh, think about. Yeah, famously, films. Apocalypse Now, mm. uh, I think, used uh, human, dead, dead, dead human bodies, um for a bit, I think, and they got busted for it, obviously, because it's horrific. Life is cheap, baby. Well, yeah. no, I, I think it's I think it's legal to do. I think it's um, you can buy. Uh, I think you can buy skulls and but skeletons think, and bones. And I think they shot it in the Philippines. and I don't think it was legal at the time there. Oh right. And, they, okay. and the, I think the authorities got involved. I think it's, 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 there's an amazing Apocalypse Now like fucking fifteen DVD set. Mm. The Apocalypse Now Redux version, which has mm. got I think it's got a documentary on it. Um, and it's I, I think. I'm 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 freestyling here because this is like 20 years ago when I had it, uh, and I think Dennis Hopper might be high the entire time, <laughs> even in the documentary as well. Um, but yeah, so it has been has been done before. But that seems a bit rich. I mean, that's gonna there's gonna be kids knocking about there. Well, it's gonna be stinking, isn't it? I don't know how it must have somehow kind of uh, like it must have gone a bit waxy. <laughs> yeah, you think so? You think you'd be like because it would absolutely reek, wouldn't it? Yeah. All right. Listen. Hello at LukeandPeach.com for those of you who were tempted to get in touch but haven't done so yet we'd love to hear from you love to know what you think about the film Us have you seen that love to oh, know, oh hello, hello. Love, love to know that was me suppressing another burp love to um, your beloved wire here if you've got any sort of speculative and quite tenuous claims to fame mm. in, the, in the line of that bus conductor I was talking about earlier he turned out to be Family Fortunes host and actor Richard Dawson not Richard Dawkins that's someone different mm. uh, and different yeah we'll, and we'll see you on Monday we hope you have a lovely weekend don't we Pete we do take it away Pete how does everybody get in touch with the show hello at Luke and Pete show Dot com. We are yeah. at Luke and Pete Show on Twitter. If you tweet us pictures of your batteries and you don't see see a reply, that's because the new player has not entered the game. Mm. If a you new player, is, yeah, if a new if, if a new player has entered the game, a completely new brand of batteries, mm. we will say so. We'll okay? cover it. Yeah, at Luke and Pete Show on Twitter. Hello at Luke and Pete Show com on the email. We'll see you on Monday. See you Monday. Have a great weekend. was a Radio Stakhanov production. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.